Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Hey. My name is Mark, and once again, I'm joined by Miles, whose voice you just heard. And I am also joined by Jackie. Hi. I guess Me I... and Jackie are both eating. Oh, I can do Jackie, it. what are you eating? I can do it again. I'm just eating chicken tenders. Just I say hope. hi. Hi. And the three of us, that is Mark, Miles, and Jackie, uh, are a podcast that talks about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV show from 2012 that is still ongoing. Uh, but we are between seasons now while we wait. You don't want to ask what I'm eating, by the way? What are you eating, Miles? I'm eating grocery store sushi. You're eating grocery stores, grocery store sushi in North Carolina. That's right. Do you think you'll get sick during the recording or after? <laughs> we'll find I, out. <laughs> I guess it's better. I guess it's better than gas station sushi, right? That's 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 really a no go. Um, oh yeah. Anyway, speaking of Japan, um, while we wait for Stone Ocean to come out so we can talk about more JoJo, uh, we have been talking about other anime recommended by our listeners uh, or sponsored by our listeners on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you too can make us watch a show. And, you know, I know it sounds like you're forcing us, but we like it. We like watching these shows. I promise. This week, we are going to be talking about Code Geass Luluch of the Revolution or Liluch of the Revolution. I haven't decided how I'm going to say that. Lulu. Lulu from Futurama of the Revolution. Episodes one through three. Uh, but yeah, if you want to hear us talk about JoJo, all of our back episodes are available on anchor.fm slash jjbpod, and we're also on all of your favorite pod apps like Spotify and uh, iTunes. That's a big one, right? And po- Podcast Addict. I think that's a big one I would see. Um, that's the one I have. Which one? Which one? Which one? Pod Podcast Addict. Uh, ordinarily, this would be the point of the podcast where we stop inside of our uh e- email night frame our mail frame nightmare what are they called this is where we normally would stop in this our, is where we read some emails this usually. is normally where we stop in our correspondence corner uh and check out emails sent to the podcast jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com but we didn't get any this week which yeah if- what the fuck if this is your first episode, we must seem pathetic. But I want you to know that we have not been like saying that for hundreds of episodes, being like, you can email us and no one sends anything. Like, we usually get do you emails. know what I think it is? We usually get them every week. What's up, Miles? I think it's that we're on the Discord and we're too available to people. Oh, okay. Yeah, there is a JoJo's Bizarre Podcast fan Discord server that someone started, but, uh, you know. If you have any interesting questions, just email to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Yeah, don't ask us on Twitter or Discord. But ask us no, in no the one, emails. No one's been asking us like, oh, since you're watching Code Geass, blah, 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 blah. So I don't I don't know, Miles. Um, I'm on there every single day answering questions. So No, you're not. You're a liar. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting too because a few people recommended Code Geass, but since my... My personal experience with uh, Clamp stuff has not been super positive. I was a little bit hesitant on this one, but... What are some other clamps? Well, to clarify, this isn't really a clamp anime or clamp comic. They just did the character designs. They didn't write anything. Mm. Um, 
stuff that Clamp did do includes Holic, Angelic Layer, Tsubasa Reservoir Chronicle, Chobits, Cardcaptor Sakura, uh, Blood Sea, uh, X, which I've only seen the movie of, and everyone was like, no, don't watch the movie version, it sucks, but I already watched it. Um, and yeah. Why did they tell you that after you watched it? Well, I mean, like, I went online, I went on the internet. It, it was different back then. It was all bulletin boards. And I just was a kid buying DVDs randomly because I was like, anime is so cool. All of it must be good. And just buying random DVDs lying around. And I bought X for some reason. I remember someone being like, X is good. And then later when I was like, no, it isn't. And I looked it up. They were like, oh, but the movie sucks. Mm. Yeah, it was just like every five minutes, there was a battle where both people died or something. It was just like elimination, 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 end of movie. That's how the show is, though. Well, at the end. At the end, a bunch of people die. You've seen X? No. Wait, what am I talking about? I X. Thought, it's just called X? Yes. I thought we were talking about um, that uh, that clamp. The What was it, is it? With the vampires? Blood Sea? Blood Sea. The blood one. I thought you were talking about Blood Sea. No. And Blood Sea isn't like that, really. It's just that she eliminates a bunch of weird elder bairns. Berenstein bairns. And then at the end... Everybody dies. Yeah, there's lots of shows where everybody dies. All right, fine. But X was just like, I don't know. It's like, imagine if you wanted to watch Survivor, but you just watched one episode of TV where it just showed someone getting eliminated every two minutes. Mm. And then you were like, was there a plot? Also, you just spent all this time on battles. It just crunched everything together. Yeah, so nobody emailed us. But I also mentioned Patreon, and people have been Patreoning us. It's at patreon.com slash jjbpod. You can sign up there to support the show. It's very exciting. Uh, it's only a dollar a month to support us, and we greatly appreciate it. And uh, we also have a $3 tier, which is exactly the same thing. But we will thank you personally, verbally, out loud, like this. So thank you so much to Katie. Omar. Justin. Tim. Martin. Jumbo. Chad. Nick. Tyler. Austin. Robin. Mr. Jackpots. Nocturnal. Aaron. Caden. Ghoster. Bloof. Lord Zendar. Mickey. Michael. Aura. And Christian. You are all great people. You are all great patrons of this podcast. Imagine like the Mickey Mouse club where people jump and they're like mickey you know they see all the different names you're are you just thinking that because of mickey mm-hmm. though no i'm just maybe a little bit but also because all the names you yeah. know when you shout and it's like the because we all it's all different people saying names you know i like the idea of that but it's all like cheery and then in the middle it's there's like, just christina josh there's one person who's like lord zendar <laughs> and everything goes black <laughs> and all the other kids get scared and leave the stage <laughs> i think that would be good um, but nocturnal stays because they can see in the dark, perhaps. Mm. Anyway, um, so yeah, paying a dollar a month or three dollars a month uh, both get you access to the Patreon feed, which mostly now consists of Miles's newsletter about the pop culture references we make on the show, and uh, I will get around to doing breakdowns of the JoJolion chapters, so those will go up there and nowhere else. So I'll, it'll be worth it. I'm taking that part out. Fuck that. 
Uh, we also have a <laughs> we also have a fifteen dollar tier, which you only have to do once. Don't freak out and say fifteen dollars. That's more than you know a subscription to Netflix or YouTube Premium or whatever they call it. Uh, you just for one month, you just turn it on, then off. It's fine. Just fifteen bucks. You can tell us to watch a show you like, and we'll watch three episodes or so of your favorite anime, as long as it's not porn. Uh, it can be a show that you really like, a show you really think will like, or a show you think sucks and want to hear a bunch of people step on. A show you think will hate, so you can torture us. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Uh, and there's a decent chance. Is it bad that it doesn't go without saying that it shouldn't be porn? I mean, maybe it, sh- maybe it does go without saying, but I enjoy saying, please don't tell us to watch hentai. Mm-hmm. We have been recommended hentai. No one's ever tried to make us watch it through Patreon. Yeah, we would have to refund them. We're like, no, sorry, we're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, we'd be like, thanks for the tip, but no, we're not. We're not doing that. Still, we know we're a PG thirteen podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> Something. We sure are. We're rated R. Yeah, yeah, we're rated R, but not. Oh, an there's R no an NC seventeen. Yeah, there's no way to get an NC seventeen as an audio only medium. I don't think. Right? <laughs> I don't think it's possible. I can think of ways. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's usually about explicit visual stuff. Oh, I guess if you just like made a bunch of sex noises and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Well, we'll try that another day. And also, like what you're describing is very uh, graphic, vulgar. It's still not as bad. Well, okay, maybe. Theater of the mind, am I right? Mm-hmm. Anyway. I think your imag- I think imaginations are are worse. It's true. It's what you don't see. Mm-hmm. We are talking about Code Geass this week. I believe that's how it is pronounced. A anime, a anime, hmm, an anime from 2006 that, uh, what are you laughing at? Uh, that was produced uh, just the error you made that's all thank you it was animated and written by the staff at sunrise studios sunrise who you know also did i believe cowboy bebop gundam 08 ms team a bunch of other gundams i believe uh and has character designs by clamp the all-female uh manga group um this is the this was the first time they were asked to just submit character designs. Usually they have written their own comics and then there's an adaptation of their comics. Um, and I don't think I talked about this last time, but I found out that their name Clamp is just a mistranslation of the word clump, like a clump of potatoes, because they don't really have those vowels in Japanese. Hmm. Why only... would you call yourself clump? Well, I don't think they're amazing at English. Um or anything that isn't Japanese for that matter. There's a lot of weird language choices in, well, a lot of their work. But yeah, I don't know why you'd call yourself clump. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So they are clamp. Yeah, clamp is actually better than clump, it turns out. Um, and interestingly, the, the person who wrote um, this show, whose name is... Uh, Ichiro Okochi wrote the anime based on Clamp's Angelic Lair uh, that came out in 2001. So maybe he was part of the reason why they went with Clamp. Because he was like, let's see those pointy chins again. I love those. 
Um, this show ran. Everyone for, is a long boy on this show. Everyone's an extreme slender man uh, <laughs> or slender person on this show. And they all have pretty colorful eyes. Especially one character has a very colorful eye, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Uh, it came out in 2006, has two seasons. You can find them on Netflix and Hulu and Funimation. Uh, I think the season one is called R1 and season two is called R2. And there's also, they eventually did a few years ago, three movies that recap, but also have what ifs in them, similar to like Rebuild of Evangelion. Then in 2019, they put out like, okay, all those what ifs led up into this original movie that's called like Leluch of the Resurrection. And there's also original like mini series. There's OVAs called uh, Akito the Exiled or the Exiled Akito, something like that. Uh, the Miraculous Birthday, which is okay. And Nunnally in Wonderland, which apparently is some kind of mm. like Alice in Wonderland parallel that I guess stars uh, the character Nunnally. So this show was very popular and you can kind of tell by all of the, you know, spinoffs and stuff. There was a manga adaptation. And yeah, one of those movies I mentioned from a few years back, they re-released it in 2020 in 4D. Because they did like another anime season that's in that alternate universe called Code Geass. Z of the Recapture. Again, weird language choices. That sounds like nothing. Uh, so it's, uh, it's a mech show set in a alternate timeline of our current era where the Empire of Britannia, which I guess is the United Kingdom, or mm-hmm. Great Britain has conquered the whole world, or most of it. Definitely Japan. Japan's like a colony. Right. They seem to have been a holdout for a while, but they are now conquered and are renamed Area 11. The Japanese people are known as Elevens. Uh, And, oh yeah, there's big fighting robots that the English actually invented, I believe. I wonder if the show is ever going to be like, actually, it came from Japan. Mm. Because, hell yeah. Um, so yeah, and I I was a little confused about, Miles, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Jackie and I were talking about how there was apparently a war, and then at some point they changed it so that the year numbers are called like ATB, and they say this show takes place in 2017, seven years after the war, but they call it 2017 ATB. Mm-hmm. Is ATB supposed to be after the battle? In it's which case, after the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, that's a long B word. <laughs> that or like this is in the year four thousand and seven. After the baby Jesus. <laughs> after the baby. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just that trans producer named ATB. I forget who that is, but um, all the base. boys. All about that base. Um, yeah, so that doesn't make any sense to me. This should have just been called like 7 ATB or 2017 in the year maybe of our Lord. Uh something something Britannia, maybe? Probably, yeah. Mm. Anno Tutemae Britannia. Mm. Um, and I don't know where the timeline split. I don't know if this is supposed to be like after World War One. Great Britain was like, we found these ninja tanks. And then they took over everything. It's not quite clear when this happens. If It's not like World War II alternate history because 
I don't remember when Great Britain was ever called Britannia. I thought that was just a ship. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I think it sounds like shit on Netflix. I switched over to Funimation. I think it sounds better there and better on Hulu. Um, like, orally or it's at? Like, yeah, I, th- I think the audio quality on Netflix was bad. It felt like it was only coming out of one side or something. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. Um, What'd y'all think of the art style? file like you. The- uh, I... I don't know. I don't like these long boys, I guess. Long boy? Is everybody being all thin and lanky? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not my favorite thing. And I didn't understand Callan's outfit, the redhead girl, when she's in her, like, battle outfit. It was like, there's a lot of different separate pieces that button together. I was glad, though, that when she threw off her, her coat or her outfit, I was like, I thought she was going to be, like, ass naked or something. Mm-hmm. And Lelouch would just be like, I'm just staring at her, <laughs> horny. But I was like, okay, she's wearing clothes, but what the fuck is that? And um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of any other outfits that I enjoyed. I like their school uniforms, you know, because they're trying they to go for like, like this Euro, like fancy yeah, lad stuff. Fancy British lads. Is By the way, you know when we did the episode where we uh, watched and listen to anime intros. Was this one of them? Yes, it was. Was this the one that I was like, uh, I think this is about uh, two uh, British fancy schools that fight each other. I don't remember, but that might have been it. Because <laughs> when, when I was watching the um, the intro, I was like, oh yeah, this. <laughs> I think this is the one I thought was like, you know, fancy British people fighting each other. I was kind of right. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Fancy, just fancy British people. There are they are fighting each other. Fancy Brit, fancy Brit infighting. Because this is the crime we don't talk about enough. Another side note, unrelated, but because this is an anime, I had a I cannot tell who is supposed to be British, supposed to be Japanese, supposed to be half British, because everybody has crazy hair colors anyway. Yeah. So, like, until they tell me that someone's, like, half Japanese, I, I have no idea. <laughs> also, if Britain took over Japan as a, and Japan became a colony, they would force people to speak English. So, this anime should be in English to be accurate. I mean, I'm assuming they are actually speaking English. You think? Yeah, but they just, the, the anime doesn't want to hire a bunch of English voice I think actors. it'd be cool if this like anime was bi- like kind of like bilingual where they speak English but then they speak they speak Japanese like the rebels speak Japanese for example or like they speak Japanese amongst each other yeah to, like you know I think to save like, costs the and, and coordination though they wouldn't be able to work with that many actors so they would just have Japanese people speaking English really terribly mm. which they do with like minor English speaking characters um that would be interesting. It would be certainly interesting. But I yeah, want there to be a live action. That's that. You know what? I'm going to use this opportunity because it is related to get on a soapbox. Okay. Here. Okay. I'm playing Resident Evil 8 or Resident Evil Village. Mark, what does that have to do with anything? You're going to know in a minute. Resident Evil 4 <sighs> was set in like was set in like a fake not Spain island, right? And all the characters. Oh, that's the one where they all the 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 zombie people all speak Spanish. All the villagers speak Spanish. Yeah. The voice actors for them are probably not continental Spaniards. In fact, one of them is the scary prison guy from the movie Blood for Blood or okay. Blood in, Blood out, also known as uh, Sangre por Sangre. And uh, he's awesome. And all of the villagers... What movie? Where, where was that movie made? 
it's made in America, but it's about Chicano gangs. Okay. Uh, cool. And like a lot of Mexican Americans know that movie. Okay. And so if you say like Vatos Locos Forever to a Mexican person of our age group in the United States, they're going to think you're cool. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> uh, it, it works for me. Mark is um, so cool. I'm told that I saw that and I saw American Me. And the only thing I need to com- that I need to see is born in East LA and I'll be an honorary Mexican. That's what I was told by a Mexican uh, there's, person. There's another one I think with women in it that's good. What is it? I don't know what it's called. Hmm. We'll figure it out. Okay. Listeners, if you are a Mexican-American lady, let us know what movie we should watch. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, is that Resident Evil 4 was set in Spain and the villagers spoke Spanish and the fancy like evil people at least did a Spanish accent. It probably sucked. I think 5 had elements of like the African language. Resident Evil 8, it looks beautiful. They put all this money in it. It's in Romania, you know, which is like the birthplace of traditional vampires and maybe werewolves. And they just are fucking American or Canadian or something. Like Mm -hmm. all of the village people, uh, not the village people, (laughs) all of the the villagers, they just sound like they're from like Connecticut or something. It's really fucking annoying. Um, But I can understand your feeling is what I'm saying. That they're all like, who's Japanese? who's british and you can't really tell visually and they're all speaking perfect japanese Mm -hmm. so it's a little bit weird and especially when they caught lelouch and they're like well you don't look like a japanese but you must be a terrorist anyway Mm -hmm. and you're like does he seem like a double agent for the rebellion or does he look japanese and we realize that in the very beginning of the show when they show these like displaced kids and one of them's like i'm gonna kill Britannia. That kid is Japanese. So yeah, I was definitely confused and was like, is he part Japanese? What's the deal? Who was that kid? Is that Lelouch? The kid that was pissed and was like, I'm gonna fucking swear revenge on Britannia was um Lelouch. Wasn't it? No, I think it was the Japanese guy. Wait, isn't what's his name? Suzuki? Oh. No. Suzuka? How does he know Lelouch? Kururugi. No, I'm pretty sure it was Suzaku. Suzaku. He joins the military? No, it's not him. Okay. It's not him. It's 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 Lulu because he still is like fuck the Brits. Yeah, but Lulu Lulu never stopped hating the British people. If you say so, I could have sworn it was Suzaku. No, he is um a sweet boy who is just you know, part of the machine now. Well, you know, sometimes you as a kid are like, I'm going to destroy the people that have colonized my home. And then you grow up and you're like, I need a paycheck. Mm, They never really made that. You're right. You're right. By the way, I did. I am looking at a Code Geass fan wiki, which is obviously the truth, the light and the way. By the way, while Suzaku seemed detached, but sad, Luch was angry and vowed to destroy Britannia. Yeah, there you go. So I was right. That's okay. (laughs) <laughs> that that makes it more confusing. But why? Because he's a secret British guy. Because he's right? he's British, so we don't even know. I thought he was half. He might be half. We just know that his mom was killed by some fancy lad half brother. Yeah. That works okay. for the. Britain. I thought he was. Oh, but maybe I thought he, he was is. half. I thought he was half. He might be. Also, by the way, at one point in this show, they say, I think he says to Colin the redhead, he's like Hafu, 
in Japanese, and they subtitled it as half breed, oh. which is like it's not as it's not that negative. Half breed is like a term you use for animals, and it's not very polite to say to people. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a, a strange choice of words. What were you going to say? You had a by the way a while ago. Just a very quick by the way, by the by the back to the by the way. <laughs> the thing that we were talking about before, um, the movie I was thinking of was Mi Vida Loca, which I do want to see. Okay. It's about some ladies. Once, some we, once we see that and Born in East LA, we will be doing our next episode in Mexico. It's the film debut of Salma Hayek. Oh, okay. Anyway. How old is she in the movie? Do you know? Probably young. I have no idea. Okay. It's, uh, do I have a year here? 1993. Okay. So she was 90 years old. <laughs> If my math is right, I don't know when she was born, whatever. Okay. Anyway. Um, so yeah, episode one starts, does it, it starts with, actually it starts with the opening. Let's talk about the opening for a minute because okay. it's it, great. I thought it reminded me, wait, what opening? You mean the song? The OP, yeah. Okay, never mind. The song is great. It has like a driving disco beat, but the vocals are very much like J-pop anime song-esque. And... Mm-hmm. It is like one of those songs where it feels too happy for what usually precedes it or follows it, you know? And I feel like a lot of anime songs are like that, where something dark happens and I'm like, you killed all those people. And then it's like, you're like, wait, did you guys, did you, did they tell you what the show was about? This is really happy. But I, I like this song a lot. Miles, your thoughts? I only listened to it once, but I liked it enough to never watch it again after that. I was going to say that really doesn't track, but that's okay. I recommend you give it another shot <laughs> on headphones. Um, Fine. That's that's the thing. I, I, I've said this before, but when I usually edit the pods later and I have on my good headphones and I listen to the song to put into the podcast, I'm like, damn, this then shit really is good. Especially if I only watch mm. the Netflix version. Um. Yeah. Then, then the opening seems to be it's when they're kids, right? It's like they well they yeah. give, they give you a whole history lesson. No, no, no. Well, when it first starts, there's like these two little kids and like two little boys, and one of them's helping the other one go up a cliff or something. And I'm like, this. Uh, my initial impression was like, when did this come out? It reminds me of 2006, uh, Promise Neverland. And I was like, I thought this show was old. I don't know why, but I thought this show. I think I confused it with Detective Conan, which is a different show <laughs> that's funny my name's jimmy kudo and i just got conquered by the british imperialists now what's gonna happen or wait is jimmy kudo i don't know who you're talking is that about. detective conan i don't know i've never seen it we we, we saw the theme for that once because yeah. someone told us to watch it but whatever yeah it is it is it is conan yeah but yeah, I forget what did what did the little boy see that was like where he was like I'm gonna obliterate Britannia. He's just he saw people die in front of him. Like what was the deal? It seems to just be that like I don't know. I think they're just looking at the city, I guess, and looking at a mm-hmm. battle. Mm-hmm. I don't remember really. I just know that like the announcer, like the narrator, has already told us all the fucked up shit that's happening, and he's like, I'm gonna kill Britannia. Yeah, and this is seven years later, so he's grown up seven years under Britannia rule. Yeah. And there is a Japanese resistance that are, of course, considered terrorists because Mm -hmm. they're the rebels. Anybody that pushes back against a larger power is obviously a terrorist. Um, I think they even call themselves terrorists, though. (laughs) Yeah, like, fuck it. That's what we are. I mean, yeah, like the definition of terrorism is like to instill fear by taking leading attacks on civilians, you know, Mm. to, yeah, inspire fear in the 
the people and the government. Mm. But I think like, isn't all war now total war where we're just like, we always attack civilians, but we're like, that time we didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about real life? Yeah. Like, isn't all war now just like hit whatever? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I just know there's this I mean, thing, it's not total like, war. It's not like two people facing off in different colored uniforms and shooting each other, you know? Well, yeah, but it did used to be like that, that I think even in, in World War One, like, they didn't bomb. I mean, they didn't really have bombing. That's the thing. But it would be like, you just attack the military. You don't even shoot medics in the military. You just shoot the soldiers. And when enough of the soldiers are dead, you go, all right, fuck it. You win. I have yeah. not read a lot of history. I'm going to put that out there. But this is what I am led to believe. I think by. we should get rid of all bombs. Wow. I don't think that would work. Jackie but. of the Rebellion over here. Jackie. Um, I think you're right. And that that also is where my question about when did this happen in history because... 2017. You, but the well, anime came out in 2006. So, no, 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 no. 2010 is when the battle happened, right? Oh, yes. But so... But it had to have fractured before that because otherwise you have atomic bombs, you have precision quote-unquote surgical airstrikes and fire bombings but what and you have mechs mark but that's the thing right is they're like they couldn't do anything against the mechs it's like but we have like drone bombs and megaton bombs that will fucking destroy continents like but they were like oh the robot is too cool he's too fast he's got swords we are falling prey to you i don't necessarily think that the timeline of the anime is the same at all of our own timeline right but it like is, i don't it think it's the be... same at all like the yeah a country japan exists and but like britannia isn't a country that exists you know it's a made-up right. country which may that, also... that kind of mimics like the uk but it's not necessarily that right and it probably includes germany because there's a bunch of characters with german names yeah and Lelouch sounds kind of french-ish but there were a few german character names that i was like what the fuck is this country so you mm-hmm. might be right, but but still, based on the technology we see, you know, it has tanks and stuff. So I'm kind of like, all right, that feels like World War II then, early 20th century. So I guess they just like never came up with big scale bombs. But what is scary is the mechs. Because yeah, if you have tanks, that's not the same as like firebombing from an airplane. I don't know. The mechs can't fly. If you put a mech against a plane, these mechs, they, I think they'd lose. So it's just weird. Yeah. You know, and who can defeat the pen? The, In this universe, the they're scared to fly, to fly. Oh, okay. Because the sky is God's domain. Like it was just um, Orville and Wright. Is that their names? Orville? Redenbacher. No, the the fuckers at Kitty Hawk, the people who invented the airplane, and they the were the Wright brothers. The Wright brothers. They are from. North Carolina, because all the license plates here say first in flight. And I'm like, get over yourselves. Come up with something new, you dummies. <laughs> yeah, we're not still using those planes or anything. Um, yeah. Oh, we were first. Big whoop. Um, but yeah, just imagine if one of them was like, I can't. I can't do it. No. You know what? I Just forget it. I'm going to get my horse and we're going to ride horses today. That's what this. That's that's where this split off from, from our timeline. I mean, Jackie might be right. It might just be that this is a totally made up alternate and it never split it's just for whatever reason doesn't matter this is how it is um i want to look up what britannia is thin enough to breathe but it's too thin to fly in is the explanation that's okay what is 
That's m- oh wait no people there there were planes in this were there yeah yeah from which nightmares launched right they didn't have bombs. why didn't they just drop bombs instead that's yeah this is my <laughs> question and they have machine guns big machine guns because the mechs have them and they shoot them but you know what would be more precise if you put a machine gun in a plane and then you just flew at these things really fast I don't know. Maybe these guys can transform and fly around like planes. Maybe they could be planes as well. It's just technologically, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, guys. Maybe that question could be asked of any mech show. Whatever. Point is, it's true. It doesn't matter. It's this is a show about robots being cool. Like, there's a lot happening here. There's like school drama stuff. There's drama drama stuff. There's some kind of psychic hypnotism shit. But also, robots are cool, right? This show is complicated. It is very complicated. Episode one has moments where I was like, "You in what? You just told yeah. me four things at once." Especially, w- I'm glad. Go ahead. That the like intro of the premise was pretty graceful, though. Yeah. Mm. Well, they just had someone come. They had to have someone be like, "Here's here's how it is." Because if they didn't mm. do that, you'd be super super lost. Um, and as you can tell, I still have a lot of questions. Um, so episode one, yeah, we get that whole like starting from their childhood in the past thing where we're introduced to uh, Prince Clovis who is a fancy man he's a fancy man who is the viceroy the British ruler of area 11 which is Japan aka Japan um, but he's like full of shit uh, we learn that he only pretends to care and like he says all the right things but really he doesn't give a shit um and he is basically the one like killing civilians to make it look like it was the terrorists um but really they're just like a rebel group who we don't really know what they're trying to do but they seem like they're good guys oh the people within the organization like no uh, the rebels the rebel japanese yes okay um yeah i mean i i think we we can assume that 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 yeah, we can we can see that Britannia is terrible to the Japanese, and I would imagine they're fighting them for their freedom. Yeah, they, they want to be their own country. Again. They put most of them in ghettos. Um, yes, so they're like second class citizens and live in shitty, slummy conditions. Yeah, I think they said all of Shinjuku is a ghetto, maybe. Mm. Um, and then they try to kind of liquefy it, or uh, is that the term? Liquidate. They try to liquidate the ghettos, and just at one point, uh. Well, I guess we, we should later. Pr- probably go in order. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's like a news story that there was a bombing in Osaka. And so the viceroy gets on and is like, this is terrible. And we don't like people bombing us. And it hurts me every time someone dies. And I want the violence to stop. And then he's like, yeah, I hope that was convincing. Blah, blah, blah. Really, I'm a fancy lad who wants to be in this party. Um, but then he finds out that there was uh, the rebels stole a truck with something inside it and they were like we just think it's medical supplies but clovis is like no get them (laughs) send the whole army after them because the soldier's like well i don't know if we need to send everybody that might look bad but clovis is like send everyone (laughs) and then he's like what do you mean and he's like everyone no that's a different movie um so we see then like inside the truck there's some kind of mysterious thing it's like a container of some kind Mm-hmm. and it's driving along it's got these two japanese rebels in it and at some point um we see grown up well teenage lelouch walking with his friends rivals i think his name is spelled rivals 
Mm. That's, I think, like the German-esque name, Revolts. Revolts, maybe? Um, and Luluch is kind of like, you know, they're talking about the government announcement. He's like, whatever, there's nothing you can do that can change the world, so just fuck it. He doesn't seem to love Britannia, but he's also not like, I'm going to go be an activist or a terrorist. Mm. He's just like, whatever. Um, thanks for the cry emoji, Miles. Thanks for sending that. This, wow, this is a very serious discussion. Um, and then they're like walking along the highway and the bus with the crazy container happens to go by them and the driver makes a wrong turn and kind of crashes the truck. Whoa. And Luch is like, because he's like a good person. He Cap- runs He runs up to, to help the people who crashed. But when he's on top of the truck, seeing if he can see them and help them. They start driving. And he falls into the truck's cargo container. Yeah. And he's just next to... Oh, yeah. And even as he approached the truck, you saw this like flash. And I feel like... I don't know if it was right then, but you hear this female voice being like, I found you. You're my... And he kind of ignores it. Then he falls in there and the truck starts to drive again, which is really scary because these are rebels. They could be blown apart by the the Britannia police or something, or maybe if they find him, if they get safe, they'll hold him hostage. Um, And there's a funny moment where we see this girl at school and she's like, where's Lelouch? We're trying to do the student council budget planning meeting. And she calls him and he hangs up on her or something. And she's like, oh, I can't believe he hung up on me. It's like sort of a nice like little bit of of, uh, levity introduced in these serious scenes. Um. So I like that. Um, and eventually they get trapped, I think, in a tunnel. Mm-hmm. And because they have mapped out like the tunnels of the old city. Um, and that's what the terrorists used to travel. Right. Um, and so like the truck seems to kind of be cornered at one point, right? I read about that. Let me scroll down here. I think they crash again, maybe. Oh, right, right, right. So when they're being chased, actually, before they crash, we see that the female terrorist or Japanese rebel, she has like an older model of the Britannia mechs. And she gets out there and starts fighting a bunch of the um, jets by using this like grappling hook thing that's called a slash harken. Um, But she gets outmatched by one of the newer ones. So she's in something called a Glasgow, which is a town in Scotland. He's in something called a Sutherland. Which is that one of the round table nights? I don't know. Um, it's a Kiefer. It's a Donald. Um, and so she leaves. I think. Then, like, yeah the the uh, the truck is pinned down somewhere in the old city, and at some point, the people in the government are like, "Uh, yeah that that truck is filled with poison gas," because we know that there's something about a girl. We see the girl in the opening. And this girl, like, seemed to briefly speak to Lelouch. So, with, like, her mind. Yeah, like, telepathically. Then uh, they, the Britannian government is like, hey, you honorary Britannians who seem to be Japanese people who have uh, flipped and are working for Britannia because mm. they're self-interested or whatever. I don't know. Um, they find the vehicle and this, yeah, honorary Britannian approaches it. And thinks Lelouch is in there as a terrorist, despite him most likely appearing as a Brit. Um, but then the uh, the person who's an honorary Britannian takes off his battle mask and is like, hey, it's me, Suzaku. Do you remember me, Lelouch? And Lelouch is like, what the fuck? 
And yeah, that's why I think Lelouch is half because like he's friends with this little Japanese kid. You know, what, what was he doing in Japan this whole time? Yeah, I don't know. Um, there's definitely some like drama to their family history because he accuses the Viceroy at some point of being mm-hmm. like, you used my family and we know that his mother was killed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And uh, the capsule, the mysterious capsule in the back of the truck opens and this green-haired girl comes out and um, the actual Britannian soldiers show up and they're like, hey, Suzaku, you, ordinary, ordinary, honorary Britannian, kill this terrorist kid. And the kid's like, I'm not a terrorist. And <laughs> Suzaku's like... He's like, he's just a civilian who got like wrapped up in this. He's a student. Like, he's obviously a student. Yeah, the, this this Britannian soldier guy is like so dumb and so assholish. And he's like, you shouldn't have been up there talking to him, but if you kill him, I'll let you go. Suzaku's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And so... uh. <laughs> The commander just shoots him in the uh, back, in like the lower back. You know, he should have... You think if you're executing someone, you shoot them in the head or something. But he shoots him in the back. And later we find out that he survived that because he had like a pocket watch. Uh, so he shot him right in the pocket watch. And... It was a tramp stamp slash pocket watch. Yeah, he shot him in the tramp stamp. In the future, in this alternate timeline, tramp stamps are made out of metal. Uh, metal watches. Then Lelouch is just being like damn, I'm, I'm going to die. And uh, then the green-haired girl starts to speak to him, right? Or this is after, like, he and the, and the green-haired girl tried to, like, escape, uh, I guess, when they were distracted with shooting uh, Suzaku. And then when they get they get cornered, because it's, like, it's interesting. He's running with, with the green-haired girl, but she's able to, to walk with him for the most part. Mm-hmm. But I guess she just doesn't talk or he doesn't try to talk to her. And when he's thinking he's going to die, she speaks to him in his mind and is like, hey... Do you want to sign a contract? This this is after they shoot her. Right. They go to shoot him and she jumps in front and blocks it with her forehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, yeah, Luch is just like, this sucks. Am I going to die having made no difference? And like, yeah, it's like his mom died when he was a kid. His friend who he just like met again seems to have been killed. And then he's like making a difference in the world by doing something with this I don't know, this bioweapon girl, and then she just gets murked in front of him. Mm. And you're like, uh, yeah, that does that does seem like it sucks, Lelouch, to die that way. But yeah, then the girl speaks to him and is like, why don't you do a contract where like you would get this crazy power and stuff? And it's like, well, of course he's gonna accept. He has no choice. Um and uh it turns out that what he can do is tell people to do whatever he wants them to do we later see includes he, telling the truth. It's like a mind control. He has a mind control ability. Right. Yeah. It's it's like kind of like hypnosis, um, like power of suggestion or whatever. So then the soldier and all the dickhead soldiers with him or the commander and all the soldiers, he tells them all like, hey, kill yourselves. You'll leave me alone and kill yourselves. And he has this like red wing shape, this emblem in his eye that seems almost like a bird flapping its wings. And you can tell someone's under its effect because their eyes turn red. Uh, which is what happens to them, and they all put their guns to their heads, and they shoot themselves. They blow their brains out. Um, and then he's just sort of like, so my life is a lie, but I got this power, so that's cool. And that's episode one. Pretty dark. It was pretty dark, and because I was under the impression that this was also like clamp written or directed, you know, it's wrong, but 
I was like worried because I knew this show had gore in it. And I was like, is this going to be fucking graphic and upsetting like Blood Sea? Mm. And like they do show like that civilians are being shot, but they don't like show it, show it, which is nice. And they don't have them like beg for their lives as they're torn apart by a Digimon. So like that's good. Enjoy that. Um, yeah, it's all very tastefully off screen. Quite frankly, they could have cranked it up a few notches and I would have been all right with it. But <laughs> not everyone's here to just meet my happy medium. So yeah, that's episode one. There's all this drama in this alternate universe and this kid is able to control people's minds. He's pretty fucking powerful. Uh, And as the show went on, I wrote down, imagine all of the hentai doujin comics. Because can you imagine writing, if you're like, these characters are sexy, I'm going to write a porn comic about it. Can you imagine not including the part where a character can just convince people to do whatever he wants? That's rape. It is. You could just ask, be like, do you think I'm sexy? And if right, they're like, you can get yeah, the, you can then get you could the be truth. like, all right, yeah, I'm going to keep talking. Because he also uses it later as like a truth serum so you can get like the truth out of someone. Yeah. So yeah, you could use it to get to under, to know what somebody really thinks or what they really want. Yeah. Th- that's. But you then, can also make someone want <laughs> something. So I guess like you can make someone give you consent. Yeah. And, but I, that's still not right. And you could say, so tell me what you want, what you really, really want. And that's how you activate it. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's a little bit like Heaven's Door because there's a point later where his maid, like, with a lot of delay, picks up the phone, calls the phone he's at, and then plays a recording into the phone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so does she just have her red eyes the entire time as she's just sitting there in stasis, hypnotized? So you know, it's like, is there a time limit to that? Mm. Or is it like Heaven's Door where you write, like, at 4 p.m., you will pick up the phone, and that's when she gets, like, activated, I guess? I don't know. But moving on. Uh, oh, I liked when the, the Japanese rebel who had the truck, when he blew it up, he says Nippon Banzai. That was kind of cool. I like when one of when the Japanese rebels said, is that what, what is that where he says, uh, in one of them he says long live Japan. I like yep. that. Yep. That's Banzai? No. Banzai, I think, means like glory to whatever. Oh, that's nice. Something I don't know exactly what it translates to. I, I can find out for you. But yeah, it's, it's like long live Japan. Um, but it is a battle cry. It used to be a greeting to the emperor. Mm. Um, it is a traditional exclamation meaning 10,000 years. So yeah, sort of like long live, you know. Mm. Japan for 10,000. Thanks, Alex. All right. Rest in... Points. Well, I guess he did... Yeah. I guess it was dollars on Jeopardy. It was dollars, yeah. Rest, Rest in, in potent, potent potables. Yep. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Rest in potpourri. What does that mean? Potent potables was a joke category for Jeopardy they would do on Saturday Night Live. I don't know if it was ever really a category. But they used to have a a mix-up category. I think that was just called potpourri. Mm -hmm. Mm. Anyway. Episode 2 is called The White Knight Awakens and it's all about a guy defending women on the internet. No, I'm kidding. Um, Or am I? I don't like it. Alright, I'm sorry. Uh, so he's got his new, uh, so yeah, it picks up right where it left off with Lelouch in this warehouse where he just had a bunch of dudes kill themselves and he didn't really freak out from it. He's like all powerful. Yay. Yay. I've got this power. Then, uh, this like other mech is like, has discovered him and all the bodies. And she's like, what are you doing there? If you don't answer me, I'm going to fucking kill you. And she shoots a bunch of bullets around him. And he's like, no. He tries to mind control her, but she does not. Uh, she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, you will fuck off now and leave me alone. And she's like, 
no, I won't. <laughs> and he's like, oh, like he's learning the limitations of his powers. She has to like see him in order for it to, in order for him to be able to control her, um, which is good. It means that this power isn't super OP. It's still pretty powerful though. Yeah. And he manages then, he's smartly uh, tricks her. He's like, I am the nephew of Duke whatever. Um, I have ID to prove it. So he knows that, you know, this is something small. She's, I mean, she could zoom in with a camera or whatever, I guess, on her mech, but she gets out of the mech to check it. She has a sidearm on her. And uh, so he realizes, like, if she comes out, I'll be able to hypnotize her. And then point blank, he says something to her. I don't think we see what really. We just see her, like, moments later turn around and she's like, what happened? And her mech is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lelouch has captured one of the, uh, whatever they're called, um, not Glasgow, but uh, Sutherland. I don't know. One of the purple robots. And the new hotness. Yeah. He, he doesn't have the old and busted that the redhead girl has. He's got new hotness. Um, then he just goes around. We know that he likes chess because there was some chess tropey shit in the first episode. And uh, he's thinking about the terrorists and he's like wondering if he could make a difference in the world with his new power. And so he decides to kind of call out to them anonymously and give them commands because he can see uh, the city from up high where he is in a broken down building. And he's got like the map on his mech and he, I guess, has some genius strategy brain. Um, oh, yeah. They mentioned that before that he, he his mind just works weird. And also he like I think you might have skipped the part where he's like a chess. Uh, yeah. Master. <laughs> yeah. In the first episode, there was some stuff there. But like. Yeah, we just see that he's good at chess. He comes in there and defeats a guy in a time limit. He he defeats Clovis. Is he fighting Clovis? Yeah, that's Clovis. Because then he references it later when he confronts Clovis. He references it later, but I don't think the first nobleman they fought is Clovis because the guy had a mustache. Oh, okay. Right? Fine. Miles, can you... What do you think? He is... I don't think Clovis is directly commanding everyone. But he eventually, like, you know, they're all on the same side. No, 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 but is he, is he the first chess opponent? No, it's some old, old man who sucks. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, but I guess he's, play, he's played a bunch of noblemen, and including uh, Viceroy Clovis. Um, it's his main hustle. I guess, yeah. is it for money that he's doing that? Yeah, because yeah. the girl, uh, his schoolmate keeps scolding him for gambling. Yeah, and they say when they leave, him and Revolts in the first episode, when they leave the game, he's like, they always pay up. So yeah, he's getting something. Mm. Um, nice. So yeah, uh, fucking uh, Lelouch gets on the comms and he's talking to uh, Callan, who's the redhead from the terrorist truck. And she's in her Glasgow that now has one arm, I think. And the military has decided to, as I mentioned, liquidate the whole Shinjuku ghetto and just kill everyone. Um I guess because they they worry about witnesses to their bioweapon thing that they continue to claim is poison gas, and they're just going to be like, yeah, the poison gas leaked and everyone got killed. Lelouch later notes, he's like, they're not showing this on the news. And they, yeah, they talk about it in past tense. Um, But yeah, so he gets on the comms and he tells Callan and other resistance members like how to fight the incoming Britannians. And he does a bunch of... Uh, they're like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And but, he's like, it doesn't matter. But he ends up being right. So they're like, all right, fine. We trust you. Yeah, because they don't really seem to have a commander who is very confident. I don't know if Ogi is supposed to be the commander, but 
he doesn't seem to already have a plan for them. They seemed like they were at a loss for what to do. It's good they don't already have a leader because then there might have been more conflict, you know, between he wouldn't have been able to step in kind of so quickly. But I think he's going to become their leader. Yeah, it's it's like a power vacuum that, you know, there are some things in the show that I like that don't feel as like lazy. But there is also a lot of like coincidence where it's like this chess like prodigy kid happens to be the one that stumbles that like sees the truck, you know, and like it is his decision to go over to the truck and investigate it. Um, but the fact that he was on the same road as that truck when it crashes, and then the fact that he gets discovered and, like, a gun pointed at him by a soldier who happens to be his childhood friend. Yeah. That was a lot where I was mm-hmm. like, well, well why, why did all this stuff happen the way it did? And that childhood friend gets picked to, like, pilot the super-duper cool new nightmare. Right. And, and, of course, he, he survived the bullet. to be, like, yeah, and he happens to be a secret Britannian heir to the throne or something. Yeah, I do not know what Lelouch's background is. It was really weird where he was like, I can't tell anybody who my family really is. But then they're like having a student council meeting at where he lives with his sister who has a fancy ass wheelchair. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Um, Anyways, there's a bunch of cool battle sequences, including things where uh, Lelouch gets them to be in a spot where he somehow knows that the road is weak. So when all the, the Britannian mechs show up, they all just sink into the fucking sinkhole. And uh, it's very funny. It takes out like dozens of units that way. Or at one point he tells them all like, hey, when I tell you to just shoot into like the wall to your left. Uh, and so he just wall bangs a bunch of the uh, enemy soldiers as they come through. And is that a technical term? Wall bangs? It's from Call of Duty. Oh. Um, but it's good. It could be worse. You know, I could have said glory hole, but I didn't do that. Oh. And thank God. Um, yeah, let me see here. Yeah, and we see that, like, they, uh, even though he's doing great, they're, like, really, like, destroying these, you know, these people. And at one point, you know, Lelouch is like, they have a few options here. Let's see what they do. And they do the dumbest thing possible, where they just have all the units try to converge on them instead of maintaining... Um, a sort of circling guard or whatever. But at some point, when when like Clovis is like being pissed that his his you know um his commands aren't working, that all of the Britannians are being killed, this like scientist character pops up on the screen and is just like, "Hey, uh, I have a suggestion." And this is another entry in the trope of mech shows where some guy has a secret plan in the works. Mm. And that is actually the best plan. Um, you know, we had a coach in Gunbuster who had a secret Gunbuster thingy going on with what's her name, Noriko. We have Gendo with his delicious, uh, well, I don't want to spoil too much, but, you know, Gendo has his own plan going on. I think a few <laughs> people in, in fucking Eva have their own plans. I did too. <laughs> I had my own plan. I was like, I'm going to go fight I'm going to try to marry that floating tetrahedron or whatever it is. It's so cute. Um, it's perfect. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, and uh, eventually when, every, when all like the Britannian attempts are defeated, um, they do turn to the scientist and they're like, what's the deal? And we see that the scientist and his assistant have the injured um, honorary Britannian soldier who is Suzaku in the uh like medic in like a medical tent and they're like 
hey, uh, do you want to try out this thing that we got for you? We got this robot we made because you did really well on the tests, some kind of tests. And they put him in it and it's a really fancy white and gold robot. Does this kid not remember that he was uh, like they tried to kill him? Um, well, I right? Like, you know, but like, come on, dude. Like, wait a minute. They tried to kill me. What happened to my friend? Like, you're just going to. OK, well, I'm going to keep fighting commander, for you guys. That commander was an asshole. You know, that was one bad commander, Jackie. I feel like the first thing I would do is be like, hey, listen. Just one bad apple. The first thing I would do is be like, hey, I was shot by this fucking guy. Like, what is the deal? (laughs) It is a little weird that he doesn't hesitate. You would think he'd at least be like, well, I have no choice. Yeah, like he should also be starting to wise up that these guys are not always the good guys, you know? I'm sure he knows that already, but it's either like he's like a brown... I don't think he knows that. He seems kind of stupid. He's either a bootlicker or there should be moments where he's sort of like this sucks ass, but it's the only choice I have, you know? No, he doesn't. I think he's just fucking gullible. I think he thinks he's doing that. I think he thinks he's actually like fighting terrorists and stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, he gets in this suit and then later we see it in action. This Excalibur robot that's in, that's in a, a episode two, right? What are these? It's a Lancelot, right? Is yeah. that the name of it? That's why I was wondering if they were some kind of running, thing about the knights of the round table but I it's think, just because they're british <laughs> they're like let's call them this and let's know. eat fucking beans or whatever let's eat beans on toast yeah in the morning and bacon that is not good um i'm sorry and uh so it's, then this excalibur robot starts to just rip through the stolen uh mech mechs that the rebels have uh and that was the thing too is i think that's why they trust lelouch partially is that he just tells callan in the, in that first the first person he talks to is callum when she's like cornered and he tells her to like get near this train and then when that battle is over um she opens the train and there's like a bunch of mechs so like he kind of outfits the rebels with a bunch of those good mechs so i guess that's why they trust him because he just gave them a huge advantage um but this white knight starts just trashing them all he's super fast and fancy and uh there's something they're worrying about, though, which is interesting. We don't know what, but like when they talk to Suzaku, the scientists are like, don't worry, that thing will probably not happen, which makes me think like, is that why they put in the honorary Britannian? Because it's like sometimes the ship just implodes and kills the pilot, you know, <laughs> or is it because of his injury? Because a few times he goes like, <clears throat> like, you know, where he got shot in the back. Mm. Um but he's ripping through all their mechs and Lelouch is like, what the fuck is this? I thought I was smart and had everything figured out. And he gets discovered at one point directly because he's still in his mech in this building. And uh, then he is uh, running away from the uh, Lancelot as it's coming towards him and it's doing all these fancy things to avoid his gunfire. Also the whole time Lucia, like or earlier he was like getting kind of cocky about how whatever, whatever, but he, he he's like, like, like the game, it's a game of chess, you know? Yeah. So he's thinking about it like it's a game of chess. Right. Chess doesn't have a lot of real time chases though. No. Um, that would be a very stupid chess match to watch if they're just like, I'm chasing <laughs> you. I've got my piece right on you. I'm touching you, dude. Dude, you're dead. But we also see at one point when he's being chased, Lelouch is able to get away, I think, briefly or permanently because Lancelot stops to rescue a mother and child who are falling out of a building. Because he's a good, gullible boy. He's a good guy. He's something. Yeah, it's tough to tell, Jackie. You bring up a good point. I don't know that he's necessarily gullible because 
I think he thinks he's fighting terrorists. But how does he think? So you think that they are good to liquidate the ghetto? No, he doesn't. He doesn't know that that's what's happening. You don't think he knows? No. Okay. All he right. thinks it's the terrorists doing knows. all the bad stuff. Okay. Right, um, Miles. Yeah, I think it's very possible that he doesn't know how bad Britannia is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. So Luch is able to escape and hide, but and he um gets out and he hypnotizes a Britannian soldier and takes his like gear as to uh, kind of fit in as one of them. And uh, he uses that gear, like his appearance as a Britannian soldier and his uh, his mech to get into the base where Clovis is. And uh, we see that um, meanwhile, at the same time, Callan and the rebels, who includes a commander named Ogi, who seems kind of useless at the moment. Uh, they're arguing about like, why did we listen to that random voice on the radio? And uh, they're arguing about that shit. And then th- these Britannian soldiers show up and they have all their guns and stuff and their tanks and their bombs. And they're like, look, we're fucked. But then a voice comes on the comms on like, not the comms, just the fucking loudspeakers all over the city. And he's like, I am Viceroy Clovis and I am ordering all the killings to stop and all the other stuff to stop and please return to your base. My bad. And they just do it. And they do it. He's the commander. Yay. And mm-hmm. then we see that the reason why he said this, and it really was the commander speaking, is because it's Clovis, right? It is Clovis, yes. Yes. Because Lelouch is in the office with him and has a gun pointed at him. And then But he so it's a gun pointed at him and he's like, Okay, all right, fine. But like he's not uh he's not hypnotized. Yeah, he's got a gun on him. Yeah. He also oh, he did hypnotize everyone to leave the office as well. Ah, but he didn't. Why didn't he hypnotize Clovis that that time? Uh, he could have just hypnotized him right away. I don't know. Maybe he knew that he could convince him with the gun and then use his hypno for something else. Yeah, but he doesn't know yet that the hypno is uh, only a one, one, one per person. Mm. So you're saying he could have just hypnotized him to be sure and then hypnotized him again for his questions. That's what I would have done, but then it would be I would be fucked because I wouldn't know that like my hypnotism has limitations. Maybe uh, as soon as he pointed the gun at him, he was like, "Oh shit, I'll do whatever you want." And he's like, "Oh fuck, I don't even need mm. to." So, yeah, then they have a conversation where Lelouch reveals who he is to Clovis, and they're technically half-brothers. They have different moms, but the same dad. We don't know who the dad is. And Lelouch is like, "Uh yeah, uh, you killed my mom to something, something espionage political thing. And in that flashback, by the way, we see a little blonde child under the mom as she's being shot, which is interesting. Um, Isn't that the sister? Gotta I, be. I think so. Yes. And I also wonder if that is why she has disabilities, but I'm not sure. Mm. And uh, Lelouch, you know, interrogates um, Clovis and is like, you know, who killed my family? Did you know or whatever? Because Clovis is swearing, I didn't know. You know, I didn't ask them to kill those people. And and he's like, who did? And he hypnotizes him for that. Yeah. And he really, he does say who he thinks was responsible, which are two names. I don't know, Claudia and Cornelius or some shit. Uh, it was, uh, it was uh, Cornelia and. Almond. And a guy, and a guy name. I don't Mr. know. Mr. Peanut. Um, And then. Lelouch is like, okay, and he lowers his gun, but then he's like, also, you should die, and he shoots him. Um, Because Lelouch is like, you got to get your hands dirty, which I think is is true. 
You know, you can't do something on this scale without killing a few people. Oh, it's it's schnitzel <laughs> and Cornelia. Schnitzel and Cornelia. I don't know what that means, but I'm what? hungry. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's how episode two ends. It's another. It's basically like both episodes end with Lelouch killing people and being like, "Oh yeah." Also, his last name is V Britannia. What the fuck is that? What is V? It's uh, Lulu versus Britannia. I don't know. Vaughn? It's supposed to be Vaughn. I don't know. Um, okay, so that's the end of episode two. And then episode three, we kind of get into more into the school life stuff. And I was like, yes, I like <laughs> that you also have a slice of life-ish school kind of plot yeah. going on, which of course centers around some kind of school government student council thing. I saw Japan a, loves student councils. They love it. And I, I love that. Have you guys seen that meme where it's like, it's a picture of like a person standing over something like somebody who would look menacing, but then behind them is a much bigger, more gigantic threat. And the person is like the Japanese government or military. And then the thing that's much bigger than it is like student councils in anime. <laughs> just about how yeah. powerful they are. And it is true that like they take this shit so seriously. I mean, it's true in anime. I don't know if it's really this important in fucking Japan for real. Japanese listeners write in and tell us if student council is really a big deal or if it's a total joke. Um, because later in the show, Lelouch does say like, oh yeah, they also plan wacky events like come to school in your swim clothes day yeah, and switch switch roles day or some shit. So it does seem like they do stupid stuff. But they're doing some kind of budget planning committee. I think, I think one of them was cross-dress day. <laughs> Cross-dressing yes. day. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. You're right. Um, and we see that, yeah, Lelouch is a, is a student at this school and he's like falling asleep because he obviously was like doing a lot of crazy stuff the night before, but is playing it cool. And also there's a redhead student who happens to be Callan, the pilot of that stolen Glasgow mech who was taking orders from uh, Lelouch. She doesn't know who, he's, who he is. Um, she's pretending to be like sickly or something but I, I feel like that just makes more people pay attention to her yeah i don't really know what's up with that where she was like yeah i was away because i was sick which i thought was just like i guess she pretends to have chronic illness so she can get away often and yeah and do rebel like, oh wow she's stuff. in the hospital again that sucks so like i i get what you're saying miles but yeah at the same time she needs a reason to go Why? away a lot why would you even, why is she even at school? I don't get that. Well, I mean, maybe they're ordered to go because they do seem to learn about British history and stuff. So maybe the imperialists are uh, like, you have to come here and learn about a bunch of stupid people. She's a rebel. She's a rebel. So she has to keep her cover. You know, she's, she's doing the like Zorro yeah. thing where you pretend to be a, a noble person, uh, a weak, uh, you know, not fighting person noble person and then in reality you are a rebel i know that like she's not necessarily pretending to have any kind of learning disability or whatever but have there been superheroes who have pretended to be like incompetent idiots that's uh kind of zoro and and his uh sidekick who pretends to be um deaf oh okay. his sidekick pretends to be deaf even though he's just mute who's um, his sidekick it's like his uh butler <laughs> okay and, and batman in some stuff pretends to be a dumbass playboy but i would like it if like clark kent was like really terrible at the daily planet 
when you know if he just yeah. came in there and made like really dumb mistakes and always spilled coffee on himself and shit Zoro pretends to be smart but like kind of a pussy like he pretends oh. to be like like he is smart but he pretends to be like um a bootlicker i guess in a way like he pretends to be like neutral or just like oh he's just an intellectual like he's not a threat you know mm. like he's he's okay with the government or whatever i guess that would be good if you had to go change in a costume if you're like guys i'm scared i'm leaving again yeah and then they're like you always leave in the face of battle and he's like i'm just a coward i'm sorry but meanwhile he's putting on a fucking mask and a hat and being like yeah because it's like this is like Zoro is also like ca- kind of like cowboy times, you know, so it's like most people like ride horses and shoot guns and stuff. So, to you know, to be an intellectual who just like reads books and like doesn't do any of that, like that's that that's his cover. Like no one would suspect him because no one's ever seen him shoot a gun or anything or or, or use a sword or anything like that. Right. And, and you can tell that her angle, um, Callan's angle here is that she is like physically weak and not very fast on reactions because she sometimes does have quick reactions in at school and she's like shit people saw that yeah um there's at one point a bee is all near them and they all leave they're all eating outside they're like "Ah!" (laughs) they're like ah a bee and it flies near her and i was not sure what they were going to show us in this show i thought like i thought she did also have a disability at one point like she was sickly or something I was like, is the bee going to be friends with her? Is the bee, <laughs> is it going to be that the bee smells something weird and is scared of her and flies away? But then she retreats for a bit and she's behind a bush and she just karate chops the bee out of the air, which is something like, I don't know, nobody can do. Like that was. I think people can do that. That was on another level. I think people can I, do it. Bees are not. I mean, my brother, I think, hit a bee with a board in our backyard uh, when we were kids. <laughs> Him or his friend. Well, I think they hit a bumblebee, uh, which sucks because bumblebees don't usually attack people and they are big and slow. And I remember it made a noise. Aww. Like, no, like not like it buzzed like ow. It was like it got hit and you could hear like a because it was mm. just a big fat bee. But I don't think you could karate chop like a wasp. Was it a wasp? Listeners write in if you could karate chop a bug and please send video evidence of you doing this. <laughs> karate chop. What? I don't know. That's just, it's harder. Yeah. You know, that's harder than smacking it. If you can put it into some kind of suplex or, or some kind of grappling hold, also show that. <laughs> Please get, a, get an arm bar on a bee. Anyway, after she karate chops this bee, you know, she's a little suspicious of Lelouch. I'm wondering, is he the guy that was on the radio? And he's suspicious of her because he did see her when he was hiding in her terrorist truck. And he's like, shit, does she know who I am? And they're each like, we might have to take care of the other one. And uh, so he confronts her and he hypnotizes her to be like, were you in Shinjuku yesterday? And she was like, yes. I don't know what she says. But he hypnotizes her to get the truth if she was the one that was in the Mac and stuff. And then he tries to hypnotize her again. And he's like, hey, don't talk about Shinjuku. What happened yesterday? And she's like, what do you mean? What would I do? And he's like, uh, go back inside. And she's like, no. And he's like, shit. Mm-hmm. The power doesn't work twice. I thought there was maybe a cool down, you know, but. What was the first question that he asked her? I think he just asked, uh, were you in Shinjuku yesterday? If she was there. Yeah. Oh, no. okay. Um, but he later concludes, like, I can only do it on no, each no, no, person no, no, no. once. No, the first question was, why are you a rebel? I think, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. Was there a series of questions? yes there were two questions one was are you a rebel and the second one was 
uh, don't talk about Shinjuku. And she... No, no, no. Was it why are you a rebel or are you a rebel? No, it was why are you? Okay, okay. And then the second question was don't talk about Shin- Shinjuku. But, but at that point, she was like, she was like, why? Yeah. And he was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I said that. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then it's funny because she is then like onto him. She's suspicious of him because yeah. he's talking about Shinjuku. So I liked this moment because it just showed like, I like when a power is fallible. Yeah. You know, I like that he's testing it out and, and that the plot develops off a mistake that he made, you yeah. know, that it's not that he perfectly plans everything out and doesn't mm-hmm. make mistakes. It's like, oh, fuck. Um, and then we we see his home life, right? We see him go home and he is eating dinner with his maid, Sayoko, and his sister, Nunnally. Yeah. Which I cannot figure out it's what like that a, name is. It's like... Uh, like a, a nun named Donnelly. And you just combined it. Yeah, it's like Valerie or Nunya Business. Emily. <laughs> Emily. Nunnally. Mm. Nunnally. Or like Tripoli or something. I don't know. Um and uh they talk about, you know, it's the sister, is it her birthday or something? I don't remember, but she wishes for something and she wishes for like world peace. And he's like, You'll see that someday when you can see again. So he just promises her like the gift of sight or whatever the whatever right Power oh yeah yeah sight. I'm sorry it's that the the maid who's Japanese is teaching her how to fold cranes and she's like oh I heard that if you fold a thousand paper cranes one of your wishes will come true I would wish for world whatever and he says you'll you'll get that and you'll be able to see again and she makes him do a Japanese pinky swear mm-hmm. where if you are which telling is, a lie which is just a regular pinky swear right but just with maybe extra, it came from Japan extra words. I don't know. And she says that if you're if you're lying, you will have to swallow a thousand needles, uh, which is Uh-oh. very graphic. But we used to say that in school, right? It was like uh, something about telling a lie, stick Cro- in... Cross my heart and hope to die. Stick a needle in my eye. Yeah. That part definitely seemed like added on by kids. Cross my heart and hope to die is like a classic thing. Like, okay, okay. I see. You're, you're, you know, you're saying you'll die if, if you were lying, but then someone's like, also, you'd stab your... Like, you don't need that part. <laughs> You don't need to stab it yourself in you the eyeball. You gotta make it really like, oh, fuck. You I gotta get that graphic. I don't want to lie. Yeah, that like detailed graphicness is good for the kids. Yeah. Um, Listen, if I'm dead, do whatever you want with my eyes, okay? Damn. I don't know about that, Miles. I think you should really take, take some pride and say, nobody fuck with my eyes. Leave them alone. Okay. All right, I will. Uh, then like I think there's another day at school right where the, I think the student council president is like hey Luch why don't we do this thing after school and he's like I can't nope not gonna do it and she's all like because uh, she clearly is interested him, in him but then he goes up to Callan and is like would you please come with me and she's like sure and the girls are all like oh my god <laughs> they're um, like ooh yeah, they all make this crazy noise. <laughs> Ooh. Um, <laughs> oh, and also when we, you know, during the, the first day at school, we see that people are talking about watching the footage of the the Japanese people that are dead in Shinjuku. Uh, and that is important for later. Um, yeah, let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, interesting. Anyway. I'm reading like the 
one of the episode wikis and stuff, and it's 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 complicated. It is complicated, but like the wiki has details that I didn't I didn't pick up on. Um, and yeah, so he's like, "Yes, come with me," and they uh they like go to I guess it's like Lelouch's house technically, and uh, they go into the ballroom, and she's like, "Will anybody disturb us here?" And he's like, "No." Nobody will disturb us here. And then just like 15 kids come out of nowhere. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we thought you were, you know, bringing her here to invite her to the student council. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah, they all have like fancy Italian foods and stuff. Like, it's really the opposite. It's like if you were like, this street is abandoned. Let's have a nice fight. And then they were like, parade starting. Bah, 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 bah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they're like, we thought you were bringing her here to make her a member of the student council. And he doesn't even bother being like, yes, of course. Ta-da. Uh, and also Nunnally is there because she's like, even though I'm in middle school and they're like, you can be an honorary member. Um, and then I think that she goes to shower because when they try to pop the champagne, they spray it on Callan's head. So she's showering and then uh, he uh, brings in clothes of his for her to wear because uh, it'd probably be cute have a girl wear your clothes you could pretend that you just slept together anyway that you could do that i'm not saying i would do that but anyway then uh, then she's like oh can you bring me that that thing that like makeup bag or whatever uh and because he's trying not to like look at her in the shower yeah even though she's like there's a curtain it's fine but you can see the outline of her body and i feel like the situation shouldn't happen in the first place and you should just give the stuff to a girl to wheel in or to to give to her you know, like no, I think you should have to have them bring a cart and wheel it in. Okay, or wheel it in. No, but I mean, like you would, you wouldn't just go into where a girl is showering. You would ask another girl to to do it for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. If she invited you, and in, then yeah, that's a don't mind if I do situation. <laughs> but but yeah, you shouldn't just go stick your head in and be like, hey, I got your clothes. Oh, this mm-hmm. is weird. Sorry. Uh, and so he does bring the thing to her that she asked for, and he she grabs her his wrist, and I don't know what does she ask him. I don't know. She's just like, what, what, why'd you, oh, she says like, why did you bring up Shinjuku yesterday? Mm. And then she also takes a knife out from her. She has like a little like collapsible knife pops out of that bag. And yeah. Which, does, does he see that or is that just us seeing that? You know, because he's, is he still trying not to look into the shower? Because at that point, someone grabs you like, I don't know. If someone grabs you. And is threatening you. You can at least look at their hand. Okay. And then if a knife pops out, you can look wherever you want. And their butt. Yeah. Yeah. If a knife pops out, you're allowed to look. It's like, come on. But I also, he is doesn't seem scared because he has a plan. But also, it's like, what is she gonna fucking stab you? That's not gonna look suspicious. What is she gonna do? Slit your wrist and be like, well, I don't know what happened. So, but then yeah, uh, she's asking him like, why'd you bring up Shinjuku? And then a phone goes off in the shower, and he picks up the phone. Why is there a phone in the shower? Uh. You ever been pooping and you're like, I got to talk to people you know, It's in the bathroom. Uh, but then he's like, oh, hey, you don't look at your phone when you're in the bathroom. <laughs> well, this alternate timeline, they, they're only cell phones. As we saw, we're like little Nokia bullshits. I feel like the the. The phone being in the shop in the bathroom is very convenient. I also think I mean, this whole thing is convenient for fan service, I guess, like they needed a, a way for them for them to be alone and for her to be naked. <laughs> I don't know. But like this all this probably same thing could have happened um without being in the shower, right? Uh yeah. Yeah, this is for sexiness's sake. Yeah. Um 
and that that's the thing that's weird too is like if someone called in the bathroom when you're like there with someone else it's weird to just hand the phone off to them when they'd be like i hear a shower are you showering with yeah. a dude in there and yeah you're like uh no yeah. we're washing the tub there yeah. i fixed it i'm good <laughs> um and then uh what she hears over the radio is the voice that she heard on the comms when she was in the mech. And what does the voice say to her? I don't remember. But it's something. He he's refers like, to her by her like, robot number. He's like, obviously, the guy. And he's the guy who, whatever, who, who gave them orders the last time. And says something to her and is like, meet me at so-and-so, such-and-such place. It's going down. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's just like, oh, that voice was definitely the guy on the radio. So I guess it can't be Lelouch because she was trying to figure out if his voice was the same voice as the person telling her to do and stuff. And he did know something about um, Shinjuku. Yeah, he says, oh, I brought up Shinjuku because there's a lot of guys who would just show you some of that shocking footage of it. And I didn't want that to happen to you. It's so, just weird. <laughs> yeah, he's alleging that to protect her, he just looked at her angrily in the middle of the courtyard and was like, don't talk about Shinjuku. It's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> but it seems to have worked because she's like, it definitely isn't him. And mm -hmm. she crouches down in the shower, uh, which reveals that she has huge jugs. <laughs> um, and I think we saw it. No, and we also saw her boobs in the shower before. Like before he even walks in, we kind of see her nipple, right? Yeah, but like when she kneels down, like uh, for a freeze frame, because I had to rewind something, not because of the boobs, but like for some reason we had to pause or <laughs> rewind. And I was like, oh, those are her knees pushed against her. And it was like, uh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was just really ridiculous. Um, but Jackie, you kind of made a face. Was it just because of the, the fan service? But it was right after they showed her butt. Was that you just sort of reacting to the like, why is this in a shower? No, 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 no. No, no, no. It was none of that. I think my reaction was just like, I, I think, uh, oh yeah, she got embarrassed. And I was like, why is she embarrassed now? Like you just tried to kill some, you were, you're fucking buck ass naked <laughs> trying to kill somebody or whatever, <laughs> threatening, like why you, you're you put yourself in this situation and yeah he saw you but like i don't know i just thought it was weird that like okay now you ha now you're embarrassed like i don't know i thought i thought it was weird well yeah i think she's embarrassed that she suspected him so harshly and threatened him only to be like oh it wasn't him of course it wasn't him mm -hmm. so i think that's uh, that because her face is red at the end and i don't think it's just because no it's I, because he saw her that was a reaction to that okay fine yeah Anyway, yeah, then we see that, like, the phone call that came in and was, like, that's definitely, like, the commander voice guy. It was Sayoko the maid at Lelouch's house, which seems to be the banquet hall they're at. It seems like he lives there. I don't know. Or maybe that's yeah. his cover for his real fancy home. I don't know. Because he, sa he said earlier that he lived there with Nunnally, but whatever. We see that his maid, he hypnotized her to use this recording. He gave her, like, a pocket recorder, like a talk boy. And I guess was like, <laughs> call in the shower at 820 or something, which is weird because how did he know that? That's why he walked into the bathroom, I guess, because he's like, call me when I'm forcing my way into a bathroom to give girl clothes. Yeah. Like she wasn't going to be like, get out of here, you pervert. And he'd be like, I have to take a phone call. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, I guess she could have called and Callan would have picked up the phone maybe. But this is her first time at this building. I don't know that she'd answer. Well, whatever. It happens to work out. And at the end of the episode, what we see is that... um. They, the government finally reveals that Clovis was killed because they hadn't mentioned it yet. And they say that the culprit was Suzaku, the Japanese honorary Britannian who was in the Lancelot white cool robot. Um, the hell, man. And Lelouch is like, oh! Um, 
so yeah and also we saw that like they killed a bunch of the the high command because they they were supposed to be present around prince clovis but they left their posts probably because at that time lelouch convinced them all to leave he hypnotized them all um so yeah there seems like a lot of changing hands happening at that government level uh yeah so that's where episode three ends and that's where we stopped watching i assume what are your your all's thoughts I liked it. I would I would keep watching it. I liked it too. I liked it was intriguing. I liked the level of like drama that's going on and even though I have I like a lot the of mind questions, games. I like the mind games. I like the chess, the IRL army chess. You do like mind games. Yeah. There's yeah. going to be a lot of that even though on paper you would think that his ability would just circumvent the need for mind games altogether. I th- I'm kind of sad that Clovis is dead only because I thought that he would be like the rival, you know, like the the big guy that he was going to take down, but he took him down so easily. So now it's like, okay, who's well, he? He kind of sucked. Who's next? Yeah, I know, but like who's next? All of Britannia. Well, we do also they see... Need to, they need to bring in somebody who's like, who's, who's like really smart. In episode two or three, we see the, um, the lady that he hypnotized to give up her... Uh, I was going to say Gunbuster to give up her um, nightmare, night frame, nightmare frame to uh, Lelouch. And she's in a car with a guy who has like a blue hair or blue beard or something. And they're both talking about government stuff. So I wonder if one of them is going to step up and be the next viceroy mm. or something um, because they seem important. They have colorful hair and stuff. So, you know, they're not like dressed like a Jojo character important, but I suspect they will come back around. Yeah, this show is cool and it's it's another cool thing where they're like they're not in mechs the entire time and it's not just about like the spirit of the pilot and uh stuff. It's like uh yeah, it's a lot of drama and it's like Death Note light politics. Yeah, it's got some of that cuz a little bit of like uh somebody is super powerful and like people don't even know that he has a power, but I think it's hopefully at some point someone's going to try to fig- like try to figure him out, you know, try to figure out with who who this mysterious uh, does he have a name? Does he call himself anything when he's like in, you know, rebel control mode or whatever? Ah, uh, I think he eventually does, or or they call him something, but I, I don't remember what it is. Like when he when he's like, do they call him? I don't know. They'll call him commander or something. He'll be their new leader. Um, they call me. I wonder if he'll be bad though. Well, he I guess he's already made people kill kill themselves, but like oh, hey. they were bad people. Um, but I wonder if he'll ever be, if he'll become like a villain because like his power is pretty, uh, like, uh, I feel like it's pretty easy to get corrupted. Yeah. You know, he could have, that's the thing. You're not used to people saying no to you. (laughs) He finds out that, you know, that he finds out that he can't use it more than once on Callan and he's probably like, shit, I could have asked her like, please give me a kiss. And he blew it on being like, were you in this place? Why, why are you a rebel? Um, yeah, and I liked your initial idea. At first, we didn't know why um, why it wasn't working because he tested it out. The way that he found out that it didn't work, well, I, he could, I guess he already found out on that teacher, but then he still used it on Callan anyway. Right. No. Or was it the other way around? I think it was, yeah, he tried it on Callan and, and he, then he was tried like, it why didn't it work? And then he tried it on a teacher where he asked for like the answers to a quiz and then tried it again. And yeah. the guy was like, stop fucking around. Okay. Um. Well, what was I going to say? Um. Oh, right. I liked your initial idea, Mark, when we were like, what, it hasn't been confirmed exactly what it was. And you were like, oh, maybe there's a cool down. I'm like, oh, that would have been cool if there was like a cool down. Like, you it, you know, instead instead of it being per person, it's just like you can only use it once in 15 minutes or whatever. Um, 
Yeah, if he was up against multiple foes or something, then he'd be screwed because he'd have to think like, okay, who do I convince to do something in this case? Right, but he, we've already seen him use it uh, on multiple people at the same time. Well, that's true, yeah. Um, but I think that could be okay, but then like any... But you can do everybody at once with the same command, but you can't do... But then after that, you have to wait 15 minutes before you can mind control anybody else. They were also in the same direction, though. You know, they were like behind the guy he was talking to. So mm-hmm. if you were surrounded by bad guys, you'd have to spin around while talking. I don't know. Mm, I see what you're saying. Uh, it's interesting to see where this goes. I know some twists already. Um, be- Why? Why? Because I was following anime pretty closely in 2006. Not pretty closely, but I was following a bunch of animes in 2006. Can you guess what other show was also out in the fall of 2006? that ran right alongside this show. Um, I'll give you a hint. Bleach? It was mentioned on this podcast recording. Death Note. Death Note, yep. Aha. Uh-huh. And on my anime list... Is Bleach one of them? Dot net. Uh, I don't know, maybe, technically. Okay. Um, on my anime list dot net, they are the top two most popular shows of this season, Code Geass and Death Note. Oh. Uh, Death Note has 2.8 million people who, who said they've seen it. Code Geass has 1.7 million and Code Geass has technically a higher ratings average. It's got 8.71 to Death Note's 8.63. Oh, because, because people don't like, you know, towards the end of Death Note. Someone was reminding me of like a moment in Death Note when Light is like, he's just being excited about his ability to plan things. But then he's like, I'm going to take a chip and eat it. Do you remember that? That <laughs> no. he like screams that while he's going to eat a chip. Like we no. watched it in Japanese, but I- I'm going to have to look it up on YouTube. Uh, maybe one day we'll do Death Note. Um, yeah, we should. Miles, you've seen it. I've never seen it. Oh, we should watch Death Note. Miles, if we watch the first three episodes, I think Miles would like it. If we like jump ahead to when like the mind games are just like stupid 4D chess, I think Miles is going to be like, this show is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and that might be the You case. don't know. I do you know. You don't know what I like. This Also, you. this anime season had... D. Gray Man, a show that I have seen the name of. of a million times, but yeah. I think that name just sucks. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, D. Gray Man. D. Gray Man. I am D. Gray Man. I'm looking to see if Bleach was also on. Oh, the Negima reboot was on. I didn't see that because I watched a whole fucking Negima show, and then they're like, "We did it again." And I was like, "I don't like this." Pumpkin Scissors, which has been recommended to us, I think, or no, it was something else that was pumpkiny trying to see if there's anything else um but any, other than that are there any other thoughts nope good show i liked it i would no. keep watching. even though it's mechs it's not a boring mech show it because like the mechs are just kind of like a, a way of fighting which i can zone out <laughs> yeah there was there was that there was pretty long scenes of lelouch telling the mechs what to do but I also think that, yeah, I, I would imagine that Jackie likes this kid just sitting around playing with a chess piece being like, and now this will happen. Yeah. And now I'm going to move all these people here. Ha ha. Yeah. Let's watch Death Note next. It is nice that there is school stuff. Yeah. I, I like that stuff. And it was it was it was funny to see them punctuate these like serious like terrorist versus undercover fake Britannian robot. And then meanwhile, she's like, he never calls me back. Um. Yeah. So, if you have any thoughts on Code Geass or what show we should watch next, when we're done with Patreonings, 
You can tweet to us at JJB. I'm going to tweet to us and say we should watch Death Note. You can't do that. Why not? Um, I know your handle. I know who you are. Ugh. And uh, you can also email jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com if you have a question that you think would be good to uh, flesh out on the podcast. And of course, if you want to support us or make us watch something, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod. Folks, thanks for listening. Have a good week. Bye. Good. Bye. Bye. Bye.